Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. I have a special guest today. Her name is Emily Rose. She is the lead project director for the Sorting Sisters, LLC, which is a home organization and decluttering business. I can't wait, Emily. I can't wait to hear from you. Emily has a background in communication studies and kids ministry. She lived in Texas for six years where she met her husband and they started their family there. They now live in Owensboro, Kentucky, where they are the kids directors at Legacy Church. And I love that church. A good friend of mine um, and her husband pastored the church. She and her husband have three kids, a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. So welcome to Shape by Faith, Emily. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm glad that um, actually Melissa Phillips, um, who is at Legacy Church, her and her husband, Jeff, she gave me your contact and she's like, you need to interview Emily. She's got an amazing business and I have not interviewed anyone that has um, a business like yours. So it's pretty, pretty exciting for me. Um, I would I would love for you to tell us about yourself and what you were doing before you opened your own business. Yes. Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Owensboro. Um, I graduated from Apollo in 07. Um, I lived in Bowling Green for several years. I attended WKU there um, and I have a bachelor's degree in communication studies. Um, I was always kind of, you know, like not sure exactly what I wanted to do in life. Um, but, you know, I knew that I had a love for people and I knew that God had a purpose for me. So I spent a lot of years seeking that out. Um, I did work at a church in Bowling Green, and that's kind of where I discovered my purpose in ministry um, and just a a calling, I guess, in ministry. Um, I had no idea that I would have an organizing business, which we'll get to that later, I think. Um, But I knew that I would love to own a business someday. I just had no idea what that would look like. Um, So um, you mentioned I lived in Texas for about six years. That was um, a few years after I graduated college in 2011. I moved to Texas in 2014, where I met my husband. Um, and we started our family. We never thought we would end up in Owensboro ever. Um, mm-hmm. But God is very funny with yes. um, the way that he leads you um, and kind of surprises you with things. Um, so we ended up here. We've lived here for almost two years. And um, whenever we moved here, we were kind of in a very big transitional phase of, okay, what's next? Um, my husband does full-time music. And I was kind of, you know, I was pregnant with our third child at that time. And I wasn't exactly sure, you know, what I was going to be doing here. Um, And so the pieces just kind of started falling into place. And um, me and my two sisters, uh, we just decided like, hey, we should start a business. Why not? Let's go for it. So um, that's kind of a very, you know, short version of how I how I got here. So, okay. It's a very interesting story. And, and your husband, George Rose, he is a Christian um, artist, singer, dancer. And I did interview him a few weeks back. He's an amazing person and it is amazing. Also how God placed both of you together. I'm sure you weren't expecting that and look what he's done. And Again, we just give the glory to God because he brought you two together. And like you said, you didn't think you would 
live in your hometown, but here you are, and uh, we're pleased that you're here. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to hear about your business, but let's back up just a little bit. So tell us about your upbringing. Were you raised in a Christ-centered home? Yes. Um, thankfully, I was. Um, I had two parents that um, I still have two parents that are amazing. And that was priority um, was raising their children in church and attending church as well. And so that was the foundation that I had for sure um, since birth. So I'm very thankful for that. Okay. So when did you start to take your faith serious and, and actually submit your life to Christ? So I would say um, there's been several times in my life where I, I've had to like recommit, you know, um, but I would say the very first time was probably the summer before my eighth grade year. Um, I went to summer camp. It's kind of, you know, a cliche story, but it's very powerful. Um, you know, I just felt a strong urge from the Holy Spirit to fully submit at that time in my life. Um, you know, I was in middle school. That's always a really awkward time. Um, and I yeah. heard about Jesus my whole life um, and really loved church. I loved going to church, but at the summer camp, I really felt an urge to really, really commit my life um, at that time. And, you know, like I said, my faith has been tested many times since then um, where I've had to face crossroads, but I know because of the solid foundation that my parents allowed to be, to be laid, um, that is what allowed me to make a commitment at kind of a young age. Um, and it was always a little easier to make the right choices because of that foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, far from perfect, but, uh, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I have always felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit very strong, even whenever I was far from him. So, um, but yeah, I would say the summer before eighth grade is the first time I really made the commitment. Like I want to follow Jesus with my whole heart. That's good. You know, Emily, God does test our faith and it's actually in his word. And I think people need to hear that. I mean, he will test our faith to see where we stand with him. And it's not that he's sitting up there in judgment going, oh, gosh, she messed up again. It's like, no, draw close to me, you know, draw close to me because I have the answers and I have so many great things for you. And I think so many people resist that in their life until one day when they submit and they realize, wow, okay, he's been there for me the whole time. How has your faith increased your passion to live your life with purpose? You know, I love this question so much because, you know, thinking about this, you know, when you follow Jesus and you actually study the gospel um, and you start to understand that we are called to die every day to our own will. And we're ultimately called to serve. That's exactly what Jesus did. He served and then he sacrificed his life. Um, And he made it really simple for us. He said, love God and love people. And I think we overcomplicate it at times. Um, But, you know, when we really start to practice that and start to bend to the will of God, what he has for us, we begin to really find who we truly are meant to be. And I think in that surrender, you know, that's where we find our passion and our purpose Um, whenever we start to lay down ourselves, we make room for him to show us, Hey, this is what I have for you. Um, and when you truly, you know, have an encounter with the Holy spirit, there's really no going back. And we know, you know, there's a job to be done. Um, and that is to ultimately lead people into the same experience that we've had with Christ. And it's to introduce them to the salvation of Jesus you know, and so I think for me, my perspective is, you know, this world is not my home and I only have a very short time here. And when that really starts to sink in, when that sunk in for me, um, it put a fire under me to really seek out and search 
you know, what does God want me to do on this earth while I'm here? How can I love him and give him the glory, but also pour into people and love people, you know, with the same type of mercy and grace that he does. And so I think, you know, the only reason why I have passion and a purpose is because of my faith. And that's, that is a huge reason, you know, why I, I want to, you know, be a part of people's journey to organizing, because I think it does make a huge difference. And, you know, God's given me a, me and my sisters an opportunity to actually go into people's homes and like, not only do them a service, but love on them and show them the love of Christ. Um, Cause you never know what people are going through. So um, I think it's awesome that he's given, given us this business to, to literally go into people's homes and just to love on them and not, not necessarily, you know, just blatantly share the gospel, but I think we share the gospel by the way we live. So that's kind of my ultimate goal. That's so good. You know, we've each been given a unique purpose and we each are in different phases of our life or different seasons, but we're always supposed to be using what God has given us, the passion that we have to serve him and then to love on others, just like you said. And so whatever you're doing, I mean, you know, you, you could be a bank teller and, and you could still, you could still love on people. And as the Lord leads, share the gospel. Yes. Give them an encouraging word. So many people need that. There's so many people walking around and they're sad and they're distraught and they're filled with fear. So I, I really believe that encouragement and, and giving them a word um, breaks that in that moment. So that that's really good, Emily. We need to take a quick break, okay? So when we come back, we're going to hear all about your business, okay? The Sorting Sisters. So everyone stay tuned for more Shape by Faith. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. Emily Rose is a lead project director for the Sorting Sisters, which is a home organization and decluttering business. Emily, that is so amazing. Everyone needs you in their home. (laughs) And I love that you can go into homes and just spend time with people and love on them. And as God leads you, share what he's placed on your heart to share. So tell us about uh, your sisters and how you came together to do this. Yes. So um, it's me and then my sister, Caitlin. um, And then it's actually our sister-in-law. She's married to our brother, um, Melissa. And we are, we're just really close. We've, we're friends. We hang out. We love each other. Um, we love to spend time together. And last summer, we were kind of sitting around talking about, you know, how we would love to work for ourselves. And so um, we just decided like, hey, let's go for it. Okay. We knew we wanted to do the organizing business. Um, and we had some fears and some hesitations, but we were like, you know, let's just go for it. So we started, you know, just throwing out some ideas of like what our name would be. And we knew we wanted sisters to be in it um, since we were all three sisters. Um, And it just kind of, it was one of the first things that we thought of and it just all started falling into place. And from there we just hit the ground running um, and just started doing all the things that we needed to do to have a legit business. Um, And yeah, it's been so fun. We love working together and they are amazing women as well. And I, I honestly feel honored and so blessed to be able to um, work with my sister. So it's been awesome. So how did you come up with a home organization and decluttering business? I mean, there's lots of businesses out there, Emily. There's lots of, lots of things that people do, but wh- why this? 
So it's so funny because if you would have told my parents that I would have this business one day, they would have laughed because as a a teenager, I was so messy. I saved everything. I was so disorganized. I would wait to the last minute to do my schoolwork, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And so, which I think is interesting because I think the enemy uses things like that in your life to um, question your purpose and mm-hmm. to kind of throw you off. So my background would not suggest that I would be an, a professional organizer. Um, but it, it was kind of a, a process over a lot of years. Um, I'm, I moved to Texas with one suitcase and that's kind of a whole nother story, but I was forced to only have very little whenever I moved. That's kind of where it started. As I've gone through this journey, I realized that's where it started. Um, I had to live with very little and Um, then after having kids, I was like, okay, I need an orderly home to be able to function and to be able to be sane. Um, and then I feel like culturally there's kind of been like this craze of organization. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the home edit, but like, you know, they're very popular. They've got a show on Netflix. It's a, um, a organizing company based out of Nashville and they have teams all over, um, and then I actually have a really good friend named Megan. She, her and her sister own an organizing business in Nashville as well called The Tidy Home. And they honestly kind of inspired us. I'm like, I knew someone personally who started their business and they were doing it. Um, they were doing an organizing business and she kind of inspired me to go for it and um, just to do it. And I had a, a huge passion for it at that time. I'd studied a lot. I'd followed a lot of accounts. Um, and you know, God really revealed to me, like, this is it, this is the business I want you to start, um, for multiple reasons, but I just had a piece about it. And then my sisters came alongside and were also super, um, on board. So that's kind of how it happened. That's pretty neat. I love that. Um, also your friend inspired you and, you know, God does place people in our path. Yes. To give us inspiration, motivation, and encouragement. So let's talk about what you do. So um, just the health benefits and the mindset alone, how does unnecessary clutter actually affect our health and mindset? Yes. So I truly believe that just the unnecessary clutter, it not only takes up physical space, but it takes up a lot of mental space. Um, and I, I've experienced this myself, you know, how frustrating it is to not be able to find something that you really need or, you know, spending all your time picking up after your kids or, you know, just having so much to manage, um, you know, and just it, it's a constant, you know, for me, it was always thinking about the chores that I needed to do. It would take up so much mental space. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so much I need to do. I've got so much stuff I need to put away or, you know, whatever. And, it, you know, it, it starts to interfere with your family time, with your t- time, with your friends. You can't relax when you're around people because your head is so full of all the chores you have to do at home. And that's not even mentioning your, you know, the jobs that you may have or, you know, all the other stuff going on in life. Um, it really does affect more than you think. And, you know, I think as women, especially, you know, you, we're, God has given us this awesome task of creating an atmosphere in our home. And I think, you know, we're responsible to, to, you know, to create a peaceful place for our family to enjoy and for us to enjoy. And so it's really hard to do that with a lot of clutter, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. No, that that's good. You know, you you hear people that like their desk, like full of clutter and they say they can work better that way. But yeah. I'm telling you what, Emily, my desk, everything's got to like have a home. It's got to yeah. have a place. 
weeks or else I'm not doing well in my mind, you know? Exactly. Even even just knowing I don't ha- I have laundry that I have to do and it's piling up. I'm like, I have to do my laundry before I actually sit down and do my work here. So uh, okay. what about like, let's talk about decluttering. Um, where would a person even begin if yeah. they are clueless, like they want to declutter? They're looking at the mess. They're stressed about it. Mm-hmm. OK, let's say you guys have not, not come in yet. All right. Where can a person even start? So it it truly is a mindset shift, truly. Um, And it's also there's a lot of coaching you have to go through either with yourself or with somebody else. Um, But you have the first thing you have to know is your peace is more important than things. We can't take any of this with us. What are the priorities? You know, think about that. Is your family your priority? I hope so. Is your husband your priority? You know, I hope so. So what what are the priorities in life? Um, and then, you know, I think my biggest encouragement would be start small, set very small goals and have grace for yourself in the process. You know, for me, I used to get so frustrated, like, oh, if I could just have eight consecutive hours, I could get so much done. But that's not how life works. We've got a lot of things going on. So I shifted my mindset and I said, okay, every day I'm going to pick a drawer and I'm going to start. I'm just going to start somewhere. And over the course of a month or two months, everything has been gone through. You know, I, I had decluttered so much stuff. And so it's really start small and start to change your mindset on the relationship you have with your things. Um, my, my three things that I always ask someone is, can you use it? Like, are you using this in your home? Is it functional? And do you love it? Because a lot of people I, I have, I've met with a lot of people who they'll say, well, I really don't use this particular item. I don't even really like it, but somebody gave it to me. And I, you know, I tell them, you know, okay, but what is more important, your peace in your home or keeping something that's filling up your space and your mental space just because it was a gift. You know, it, it's just a lot of those types of things. We hang on to things um, and we really don't even know why. And so it's, it's just that mental switch of trying to really figure out what um, is your priority and what's important to you. Okay. I've got a big question for you, Emily. Okay. <laughs> Talking about hanging on to things. Okay. As a parent, we have seven kids. They're all grown, but guess what, Emily? Some of their stuff is in our house, okay? In tubs, in closets, um, you name it. Yep. Because they're like, mom, can you hold on to this? Because we don't have room in our house and da 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 And you're like, ah, what do you do as a parent? What do you do? Yes. So I would say, you know, just to to someone, you know, that is facing this, um, I would say, they're your kids. So for sure, you know, there are things that they want to hang on to. I totally get it. My thing is, is creating, creating boundaries and also limits. Like, okay, it's cool that you want to keep stuff, but let's go through it and let's have a limit of, okay, you get one tub that you can get, you get to keep at my house and anything else you either got to take it with you or figure something out. Because the truth is, you know, I am a sentimental person. Like I, I do keep things, but Mine is just a limit. Like I don't need to keep 10 onesies of my baby. You know, I'll, I'll keep <laughs> one really special one. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. 
our issue is we've probably got 10 tubs for each kids, but we need to take a break right here. Okay. okay. We will be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Emily Rose, lead project director for the Sorting Sisters. Okay, Emily, do you have an inspirational story you want to share? Yes. So um, we did a kitchen for a client and it was, you know, all of our cabinets were packed full, very chaotic. Um, And we went in and we did her kitchen and um, it turned out awesome. And she, um, it was around the holidays. It was this past um, Christmas, Thanksgiving time. And she made a post on um, social media about how amazing it was and how enjoyable her holidays were. Um, in the kitchen and being able to cook because she could find everything that she needed so easily. Um, And that was, that was really inspirational to us. It made us feel really good, but you know, something so simple as cooking, she really was able to actually enjoy because she was just able to find her cooking utensils and um, everything was in a, it it had a home and was in a spot. And so um, that was something that I thought was really cool. No, that is. All right. Let's, let's talk about someone calls you up or someone connects with you through your website. And they're like, I need help ASAP. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, everyone is on their own journey. So some people are super, um, they don't have a lot of clutter, but they just need help like organizing, creating a system, having a home for everything. Some people have so much stuff that they really need help decluttering. So, um, you know, we right now we offer three organizing services. One, it's um, our sorting session. That's where we come in. We just help you get rid of stuff. You're with us. We're going to help you sort through things. And we'll even haul stuff off for you. We just help you declutter. Um, the systemizing session, this is where you're already pretty much decluttered. But you just need us to come in and organize the things that you do have. Create a system. Make everything have a home. Uh, make things, you know, functional for you and your family. Um, and then the sustaining session is for our clients who um, who we we already have. They're, they're clients we've already done a project for. That's when we go in and refresh what we've already done. You might call and say, hey, it's been a couple months since you've been here. Um, you did my closet and I just need you to come up and, you know, kind of refresh it, put everything back in its place. Um, and so that's, that's kind of... Um, what you can expect. We also do packing and unpacking. So we'll help people pack and unpack their homes as well. Wow. That is pretty amazing. I'm I'm thinking about Emily, like the 50 coffee mugs I have (laughs) in my kitchen cabinet right now. You know, when you only have a few favorites, but you still have 50 up there, it's it's craziness, isn't it? Where do you suggest people take their stuff? I mean, where do you take the stuff? So it depends on the item. Um, you know, there's an awesome organization called Borrowed Hearts here in Owensboro. Um, oh, yeah. And a lot of clothes and baby clothes, I'm going to start donating there um, because they always need stuff. Um, but, you know, like mugs and stuff like that, you know, I'll drop off to the Salvation Army, Goodwill. There's a lot of um, places in, in town that um, will take things like that, that, you know, that really need stuff. Um, a lot of nonprofits. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It's just that we have a we have connections with a lot of different places that we'll drop things off to. Okay, let's talk about garages because yeah. you know my domain is in the home. I like to decorate it. I like to you know mess with the inside of the house. And my husband out in the garage. Not that you can't love your garage, but it's like yeah. that's just not my domain. I don't even want to mess with it. But let's just say it's a mess. 
Yeah. Is that pretty easy to do? Nothing's easy, is it, Emily? Well, <laughs> so garages are kind of a different monster. Um, I would say the quick answer is it is a little bit harder to do just because of the size of the space. And typically people have a lot of stuff in their garage. So it just takes more time. Um, and I guess in that sense, it's more difficult because it just takes a little bit more time. And also, you know, there's only a certain time that we will actually do garages or attics because of the weather. You know, you don't want to do an attic or garage when it's super hot or super cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- those are the kind of things that kind of make it a little bit different and a little more difficult. Um, and the product that you need for your garage to really get it organized well is a little more expensive. So it's just those types of things that make garages a little bit of a different animal. Do you, do you go out to people's homes and give them like an evaluation and, you know, kind of talk to them about what you see they need done or do they, do they just ask you to come and start? How does that work? We, um, whenever we get contacted, we will actually do a free consultation. So we'll come out to your space and we'll take measurements, pictures, we'll ask you questions, kind of get a feel for the culture of your home, see what's important to you. Um, so yeah, we'll do a free consultation. And then from there we go, we make our plan, we send a quote, um, and then we pick a day to come and start. Okay. That sounds awesome. All right. So how do you see your business growing and expanding even more? You know, so I, I'm such a dreamer. So I I think about the, this a lot, but I think, um, just off the top of my head, I would say, you know, right now we do residential, I would say maybe one day going into bigger businesses and helping them get organized, um, maybe eventually getting into styling um, and helping people like, you know, kind of interior decorate. I would also love, we would love to coach people um, and help them on their journey um, to a more peaceful home and organizing. Um, and then maybe one day we will have a team of employees. You never know. So, we are just kind of going with um, what we have right now or, you know, working really hard and just honestly seeing where the Lord takes it. So, well, it sounds like you have a level head on your shoulders and God has a lot in store for you yet to do. So I'm so thankful you had this business in Owensboro, Kentucky. How can people find you and your business? Yes. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, um, the Sorting Sisters. And then our email is the sorting sisters three at gmail.com. We also have a website, www.thesortingsisters3.com. It's the number three. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of places you can find us. Thank you so much, Emily. You were the perfect guest today. Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.